As we get into Joshua chapter 9, we see that for Joshua and the Israelites, trouble was just beginning. After they had already conquered Jericho and Ai, there are dozens, literally dozens of other kings and, and other places that, that they need to overcome in order to get into the promised land that God gave them. Total, there would be 31 different kings that the Israelites would, would need to overcome in order to get the promised land that, that God wanted them to have. 31. And at the beginning of Joshua chapter 9, it really sets the scene as all these different kings around the, the area of the Jordan River. It says, they all came together and they all united with one purpose, it says. They all united with one purpose and the one purpose was to get in the way of Joshua and the Israelites. Man, life can seem like it doesn't seem like the same thing is sometimes happening to you. That everything that could possibly be working against you has decided to work together to work against you to get in your way. Or that everyone who could possibly be working against you and, and trying to take you down is doing exactly that. Sometimes it seems like everything in life is going against you. Kind of like it seemed when Moses was standing with the Israelites between the Egyptian army and the Red Sea. He felt trapped and everything they could see was, was working against them. Kind of like Joshua and the Israelites may have felt as they were approaching the walls of Jericho, which were impenetrable, undefeated. There was no way to get in. Maybe like Gideon and his army felt, we'll get into them a while from now as we go through the book of Judges, but they had 300 men going against 145,000. Were the odds in their favor? <laughs> Depends who you ask. You might know that before Moses was called to go into Egypt and before Joshua was called to lead Israel and before Gideon was was called to go and lead his army against the Midianites, that God said the same thing to each one of them. The exact same thing to each one of them. Something that compelled them to take some brave steps forward and face whatever it is that they were facing. And you know what that one thing is that God said to Moses and to Joshua and to Gideon before their great victories? I am with you. I am with you. God said to Moses, who eventually went into Egypt and set God's people free and eventually walked through the waters of the Red Sea, I am with you, he said to Joshua. Joshua filled the sandals of Moses. He walked in and walked around the city of Jericho and the walls came a-tumbling down, I am with you, he said to Gideon. Gideon's army of 300 went in and they won. It didn't matter what was against them. It didn't matter as we'll see in, in Joshua chapter chapters 9 and 10 and 11 and following that it doesn't matter if there are 31 kings or 31,000 of them. It doesn't matter if everyone in your life is working against you. It doesn't matter if everything, every piece of news that you receive 
is bad news. Because the same God who was with Moses and Joshua and Gideon has also said, I am with you, even if it takes him to a cross, even if he has to bleed to keep that promise, even if he has to die, for you to walk through life knowing that you are never alone. And it doesn't matter if the whole world is against you. God himself, the one who has been merciful to you, the one who is gracious to you, the one who has forgiven you, the one who has chosen you to be a part of his own family. He is with you. God is with you. Rest well tonight, my friends.